everyone. Welcome back to the Easy Money Fantasy Podcast, your source for all basketball fantasy. We're your host, Slum and Romeo. Took a long break and we're finally back into doing the potting since the season is starting. Uh, kind of excited for it to start. Uh, we're still in lockdown COVID, so it's probably going to get a lot more episodes from us. How have you been doing, Romeo? Uh, I've been doing great. Just, you know, keeping up with fantasy, doing my usual bets. During the playoffs, very interesting playoffs this year with uh, the bubble, especially Phoenix going eight and zero. The bubble is like I think it was kind of weird in general. Like uh, it was interesting to say the least. <laughs> not not too much drama, right? Actually, quite a bit of drama. No fans. No fans. Yeah, people were like just fishing every day, chilling. Yeah, I think a few guys <laughs> didn't really like it that much, but. Yeah, it was like I think for their some some people just don't they want to be away from their families and things like that. <laughs> things like that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> James yeah. James Harden. So I think for our episode today, we're going to start with talking about some of the free agent signings and their effect on fantasy leagues. Yeah, I think just before we start the season, we're gonna do another one of those. Uh, what is it? The rankings. So you guys should stay tuned for that. But this is kind of a. Uh, just a startup before we do that. Yeah, we'll review our last year's rankings and compare and see who did better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and before I forget, I think uh, we have our own little side bet going on for this year's, or for our fantasy. Oh, the, uh, whoever gets the, the ring, right? The third ring. Yeah. So Romeo has two rings. I myself have two rings, and we're both we're betting to 100 bucks. See who's the first one to get the third ring. Uh, it's probably going to happen this year. I mean, chances are one of us is obviously going to win the league again. But. Yeah, for sure. Based on the trends, definitely one of us is, is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually last really year. happy. Last year got shut down because it was not looking good for me at all. Oh, man, I was bubble, I was bubble boy the whole season. <laughs> at least you're on the bubble. Yeah, I was, honestly, it was looking not that great last week. So, kind of a good thing that the season ended for myself, but <laughs> hopefully this season it doesn't end. Yeah, my team was a complete bust from, like, Otto Porter to uh, Draymond Green. Like, everyone just fell apart on my team. Yeah, I don't know what went wrong with my team, to be honest. Like, I think I had some good guys on paper, but they just weren't, like, clicking at the same time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd have one week of good AD and then you'd lose all your guard stats. And... Yeah, it's, it was weird. They just weren't clicking at the same time. It was like they were taking yeah. turns and oh, I think if it's clicked, I would have been doing a lot better. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the first free agent uh, we're going to talk about is Bogdan Bogdanovich, my boy. I think I've had him for like the past two seasons now, and I'm always looking to draft him. Um, so yeah, what do you think about the Bogdanovich signing to Atlanta, right? Yeah, I went to Atlanta. Well, first off, before we talk about Bogdan's successful signing, there was some weird, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Some weird thing happened where uh, I think he was supposed to go to the Bucks in a signing trade, but then after like a day, it was revealed that he didn't agree to it, so they had to botch the whole thing. <laughs> I think they got in a bit of trouble from the league. I don't know if they got punishment yet, but it might be coming. Maybe some fines. Yeah, that was some weird, like, 
I think the I don't remember the last time somebody had a failed signing trade because of this. <laughs> I know that leak. Yeah, that's that's a weird that's a weird thing. Strange, but um, Bogdan on Atlanta. I think he is going to be in the same role he was in Atlanta um, when he was Sacramento, pretty much, right? He's going to be playing beside a really good point guard. Yeah, um, with Trey Young, and yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't love him. Someone that I never really target in fantasy. He's kind of like if he falls to me in a late round, I'll take him, but just not sexy. <laughs> well, I I love drafting him. I think. He just fills the three and D role perfectly, and that's usually what I'm aiming for later, where you can get him. So I don't know. I love snatching him up. He's pretty consistent, and you know he just has random pop off games where he's dropping like thirty with five steals. So uh, the assists are not bad either. But yeah, I think he's in a similar role in Atlanta, fantasy wise. So they'll probably go like late mid round. Two, I don't like, think so. Like nine. Okay, eight, nine, eight, yeah, but that's not yeah. great. If you can get him there, I think that's amazing. With like amazing. upside of maybe like fourth, fifth round value, if he really goes off. Compared to um, Sacramento, I think he had a bigger role in Sacramento, don't you think, than Atlanta? Yeah, when Fox went down, he he uh, kind of went off for a bit, but I don't know. It seems like almost the exact same role. I, I don't think it's even that. I think it's just the fact that he had less talent on Sacramento, so he had more opportunity. If you look at Atlanta's starting roster, um, not including him, they have Trey Young, Danilo Gallinari, John Collins, and Clint Capella. I, I really don't see where he's going to get any <laughs> touches, to be honest with you. I think he's like third, ah, maybe fourth option. Yeah. That's about what he was on... Uh... Sacramento with Buddy Heald and Fox, and who else was their big? Well, maybe he was a higher role. I don't know. He's definitely a higher role, but I would t- tell people to avoid drafting Bogdan at all costs, because I think he's kind of in a messy <laughs> situation right now, right? He has um, Kevin Werder, who's on the team still. He has Ooh. Cam Reddish behind him. And they still have DeAndre Hunter. He does so, have Horator still. Ooh, that's and, that's pretty rough, think, actually. He, him and Herter are, like, similar, too. Exactly. And then think about it. There's still Cam Reddish, who they drafted last season. They just got Chris Dunn. Picked him up. Oh, yeah. There's Rondo oh, yeah. on the team. You know what? Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm signing him. <laughs> I think you've convinced me to not sign him now. <laughs> yeah, that is a nasty situation for him. Like, I get yeah, he's starting, but... You know, one bad game, and you got Rondo, Cam Reddish, Kevin Werder just waiting. Chris Dunn. Yeah, that is a crowded backcourt, actually. Damn. Super crowded. And yeah, you, won't even, you won't even get the backup point guard role, right? It'll be Rajon Rondo. Yeah, yeah, and Herder. Herder fills that role, too, sometimes. So oh, so many players that are going to fill his role now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I'm staying away from him now. Yeah. You've convinced me. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nasty situation. Do not pick him up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm on I'm on board with not taking him now. Um, <laughs> thank me thank me later. <laughs> uh so yeah, the next big signing 
would be Serge Ibaka. And he's oh, reunited with Kawhi Leonard. Our guy. Yeah. I can't. It hurts to see him leave, but I like I don't know. I don't even know if we even offered him anything. Do you think Toronto even made an offer to him to keep him? Uh, they probably offered him something, but I guess he just didn't want to stay. Like, I don't think he actually wanted to stay here. Yeah, I, I think he liked the city, but it's just that we're not really going to be competing this season, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We're not competing, and we probably didn't offer him a big amount of money. Yeah, it's, he's the roster. And but he only took two not... years, $19 million. He's not taking a lot of money from the Clippers either. Sure, we could have offered him something close to that. Yeah, he definitely was a contender. <laughs> if you're going to the Clippers, you're going to like try and win, for sure. Yeah, I'm not mad at him for doing it. Like, I kind of see why he did it. I just kind of wonder what we offered him. Um, I think he's going to fill in for Montrezl Harrell's role, right? Because they lost Montrezl. But I think fantasy-wise, probably going to put up worse numbers, I think, on the Clippers. Less points for sure. The rebounds probably will stay close, and the blocks will probably be there. But other than that, he's just he's just different defense, I think. I agree. I think he definitely falls off, and he had such a good system in uh, the Raptors. Yeah, because we relied on him. Yeah, right. uh, he's definitely going to be dropping from last year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to go down a bit. It's just hard to see where he really fits on the offense there. Pick pick and rolls, right? Pick and pop, basically. It's what he's going to be doing and shooting threes. But I don't think he was that great of a three point shooter, anyways. But yeah, I think his value draws. Which rounds would you pick him up in? Yeah, I think around the eighth spot. Just because he doesn't have the same kind of setup man with Lowry and Van Fleet uh, and the Clippers. Uh, there's a lot more. Like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard aren't going to be setting him up for pick and pops and stuff. So, yeah, I'd probably take him eighth, maybe seventh round. Yeah, I think we're in agreement there. Eighth round, probably seventh, depending if you need blocks and a big man. Uh, I think his points will definitely dwindle. Uh, He's not going to be as involved, I think, in the offense. He'll just probably be like camping out threes and pick and pops pretty much. Uh, I think Harrell's role was kind of like just energy and close to rim putbacks. I don't think Serge has that anymore, so he can't just <laughs> run in and get those. Yeah, he's not that kind of guy anymore. Yeah. So I think we're in agreement there. Uh, another free agent signing, a big, a crazy one. Is the Gordon Hayward pickup by Charlotte? <laughs> that uh, just confuses the hell out of me. I, like I don't, I don't get it. I don't know yeah. what Michael Jordan's doing, but I think uh, I have a conspiracy theory about this one about uh, Gordon Hayward. I swear his his uh, agent was probably shopping him around before he was eligible, and he was shopping around with Indiana, and I think they gave him a good offer because I don't see any way why he would. Drop thirty million, leave thirty million on the table, <laughs> considering how doo-doo he was the last two seasons. And now, all of a sudden, he gets this what massive four-year, hundred twenty. I honestly thought that was like a miss post when I saw that he didn't resign for his player option. I was like, "What? How are you refusing thirty-two million at your caliber of player?" But exactly, and that was like the chunk of his contract, right? Like you usually get paid in the last seasons. Yeah, it made absolutely no sense, but 
you know, then you see he gets this huge contract on Charlotte. So I guess there was people interested still in paying him out. Yeah. I'm just super surprised. Like, people see him at this value. He wasn't doing that great. And <laughs> I honestly think Michael Jordan is the worst owner. Like, yeah, that team is going nowhere <laughs> for the next forever. Uh, I don't get it at all. I mean, so their starting center is Cody Zeller and backed up by Biombo. <laughs> Pretty much, Holy. like they draft. They have three point guards. They have Terry Rozier, they have Devontae Graham, and now they have Lamelo. So I don't know how the minutes are gonna get switched there. And I mean, how Gordon they works. start Melo and just let him kind of, you know, develop. Hopefully, but you know, hopefully he doesn't get buried behind like Terry Rozier and like they take him so slowly into it, but. Yeah, I actually think they need to shop Terry Rozier. Speaking of Terry Rozier and bad contracts, that was a pretty bad contract too. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, anyways, back to Hayward and uh, his fantasy value. I honestly think it skyrockets only because he's on a crappy team. Yeah. He's, he's like a fifth rounder, I would say. Fifth. End of the fourth, if you're really desperate. But I think he's going to, what, soak up all the possessions on offense. He's not a bad player. He's just not, like, a sexy player, right? He just, he's on your roster. He won't kill you, but he's not going to, he's not going to be the reason why you win. So. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, he definitely skyrockets. Like, for that trade, he was probably going to be taken in the si- seventh, eighth round, maybe, on Boston. Because he's kind of buried there. Yeah. Like, he's, like, what, the fourth, third, fourth option? Now he, like, goes to number one option, so. Yeah, I mean, he could be averaging maybe 25 points a game by the end of the season on Charlotte. I think if he's still there in the fourth round, depending on what I got, I'd probably take a, a shot on him. The only yeah. thing I'm concerned is, like, is he going to be back from all these injuries? Is he going to be able to play, like, the full season? Yeah, I think that's always... Well, that's his concern after he broke his leg, right? So, but he's... It won't hurt you at least, right? He'll, he gets you everything, kind of. Just not amazing at anything. Yeah, it's like a, like a bit more than a steal game. Uh, like four or five rebounds. Four or five assists. Yeah, it's, it's like all around for sure. Not that all many right. turnovers. High free throws. He's, he's a good good role player in your fantasy team. Nothing special. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I like, I like him at four for sure. Yeah, I, I say five. Just because I have a weird feeling. <laughs> with Charlotte. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, going to be him and LaMelo Ball. Um, but yeah. Uh, what's the next big signing we had? Oh, uh, our boy Van Fleet on the Raptors. Yes. I think it was a very, very team-friendly deal. I'm very happy with the signing. There's no complaints. Um, yeah, decent contracts for sure. I think for fantasy wise, though, I think probably a third rounder to be honest, where I would be pretty comfortable grabbing him. I think last season he did really well, seventeen points and like six assists, with like one one steal. Can't can't go wrong with that. And everything ever happens to Kyle Lowry, he probably skyrockets to like the top twenty four. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like super hyped about him. For me, I just there's something about him that I don't really trust, and there's mm. not really much reason behind it. I just don't have a good feeling about him, but. I mean, I'm sure he could do it again, so... Well, what's the distrust? 
I don't know. I just I watch him play, and I just don't see. I don't see it. And it might just be from like PTSD from watching him against the the Philly in the playoffs. But then he kind of came back against Milwaukee. Hey, he he came back against Golden State, and he got, he yeah, got us a championship. Yeah, he bounced back hard. But just seeing him be be able to sh- get shut down like that, I don't know if he's like closer to the number one guy where people are actually like focusing on shutting him down. It scares me that they can do it that easily again. But you never know. It's, pro- it's probably because I think he's just undersized for a point guard right in the league. So he has problems with long, lengthy players. Yeah. And, and if he ever gets like hurt or slows down his game, yeah, he could be in trouble. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I still think if you're really a point guard, well, third round, can't go wrong with Van Lee. I wouldn't blame somebody for taking third him that off. I would not take him third. Where would you take him? I'm thinking like fifth. Fifth? Round. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're not going to see him. Just just write a line across his name on your draft board. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not going to get that. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not really chasing him down, especially in the third round. I'm, I feel like there's more for sure guys. Mm, that's tough. More guys that I that trust at least. Tough. They're going to like win me a league. Ooh, I don't know. He's, I don't know. He's bringing out some pretty good numbers. I feel like that's at his like his ceiling almost as drafting Ooh. in the third round. Hey, don't don't say that. That that probably. Uh, I think that's where his value is going to be by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Right now, his value is around there, isn't it? Like maybe just a little bit lower. Yeah. So. After like last season, and you're expecting him to improve a bit. So. Yeah. Yeah, I probably we'll won't. I won't be drafting him. Most likely. <laughs> <All right. so. laughs> All right. Especially in our Toronto base league, like everyone's gonna be after Raptors players, so yeah, they go yeah. early. They they do go a little bit earlier than they normally would, just because. Mm-hmm. Just because you want to cheer for a guy on your team. It's true. Uh, uh, so our next player is your boy Christian Wood. So t- tell us about that, that whole so, story. So last season, you said I forget who it was. There's two bigs on Detroit, and you said the other guy was the next. Big name, and I was Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was saying Wood, Christian Wood's the guy, and it turned out Christian Wood was the guy. And he, he, he was. Just, he got yeah. He ended up playing that Doctor Doom guy and kind of took over. But what happened with this signing? How? Why did he go to Houston? I don't understand. Detroit makes. I don't know what they're doing with all their bigs there. I don't. You've seen like they drafted like or not drafted, but they signed like Plumlee and. Uh, Deadmon, like all these bigs that are, I don't know, they're they're like role players. I don't understand why they're chasing after these guys when they're going to be finishing last again. But um, I don't get why they didn't re-sign Wood. But we'll see. I mean, now he's on Houston, and he's most likely going to be the starter there, either at center or uh, power forward. And I think this year he's going to kind of explode just because he's going to get so much touches over there. And James Harden just dishing out uh, assists to him. So I, don't know, I have a lot of faith in him. I have a lot you, of stock in well, this year. How much stock, though? I think before you give us your analysis, let's let's bring in somebody <laughs> else who just uh, recently signed with Houston. Oh, yeah. The, the Cousins, right? Yeah, the Marcus Cousins signed that one-year contract. Yeah, he definitely um, eats into it. 
Yeah, and they still and still, they still have PJ Tucker, so it's like, are they gonna really bench PJ Tucker for Christian Wood? I think they might just move Christian Wood down. I mean, uh, PJ Tucker down into the power forward role. You mean small forward? Yeah, power or small forward. Yeah. And then send Eric Gordon to the bench, or just run Wood on center, and then maybe take Cousins off the bench as well. Especially because Cousins, I don't know, he might not be playing that often. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this is going to be like a timeshare situation just because of the injury to DeMarcus. It's going to be like, if DeMarcus can't play back-to-back, you're going to see Christian Wood. But if he can, you might not see Christian Wood. Yeah, he could be, I don't know, get a little buried on the bench. I I, I think he's going to pop off. I think his value shoots up on Houston. Okay. For me personally, I think Christian Wood is like, I don't know, he's, he's very risky. I would say like, Eight nine round for me personally, hmm. just because I, I don't trust that in it. I don't trust that whole front court. Um, I do have a feeling he can break out, but so I'm you, just not one to gamble on it. So you draft him around Harold or Serge Ibaka's? Like who would you pick? Oh on? no, would you take Her- Harold went higher. He would, oh, he would okay. be after Harold for sure. I would take Harold's like fifth round for me. I would take Harold for sure at the fifth. I would <laughs> probably take. I think I would honestly take Sergi Baca over Christian Wood too. Really? Just as I know, just as I know, Baca is going to be starting. He's for sure going to be the starting power forward on that team. Yeah. Whereas Christian Wood is, I need to see what his role is. Don't get me wrong; if he gets the minutes and touches, I'm sure he'll do well. But he's playing with Westbrook and Harden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I take Wood over Serge this year. I'd probably take him in the seventh round. I think. Ooh, that's. It depends what centers are available to. I'm not really sure. I gotta look at it and see who would be around there still, like as a big man. But I feel like seven's good for Wood. Yeah, you you have more faith in him than I do. <laughs> he's good. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. It's just that that front court scares me, especially with DeMarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there's so much question marks around DeMarcus Cousins. I guess this a leeway into DeMarcus. What, what do you think of yeah, the signing? A, I think it's a great signing for Houston. Just because, you know, yeah. Cousins, he can be a great player. He can dominate. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd definitely be willing to take a shot at him around the later round. Like, maybe the end of the ninth, tenth, depending on who's still there. But I, I think I'd rather take a, a shot on him than go for, like, an average guy that's going to fill up the end of my bench. Just because he, he has the potential to win you the league if he even comes back to like a third of like two quarters of what he was. It's just the injuries that are definitely holding him back. It's like a super risky pick for sure. I think it's worth it. Yeah. I, uh, I think I agree kind of, um, but I think for me, the Marcus, I'll probably grab him at the ninth or 10. I think nine, I think it's, it's kind of like lots of people in the league probably have the eye on him and it's just kind of, like they're gonna draft him. It's gonna be like a race to see who drafts him, who who chickens out and gets him first. <laughs> I yeah. feel. But I think he's one of those players who can be very, very boomer bust. He's either he can he has the potential to win you your league, even if he comes back to close to what he was before, especially on Houston. Um, so I would say nine, just nine eight eight is probably my highest. Like if I really, really needed a center, and I was in the eighth round, and I was like, all right. It's, it's time to gamble. I'd probably do the Marcus Cousins there. 
Yeah. Because um, there's no there's no updates. I haven't heard if he's he's playing or if he's practicing. I, I think we need to keep an eye on his updates. <laughs> the second <laughs> they start saying he's going to play five on five scrimmages and dunking, his value goes up. Yeah, or if they say he's going to be starting for sure, not missing or he's like coming half. off the bench off mm-hmm. the off the season. So, but for me, I think like eighth round is the absolute highest I would consider taking him. Yeah, I think in our main league, we're yeah, we're probably not going to get him because I could definitely see some people taking him in the sixth round. Who sixth round? Yeah, That's... like in our league specifically. Just I know a few people love him and. Uh, are gonna be, but that's like, uh, that's how you lose your draft for sure. If you take him at for six, sure. for sure, and he ends up like not playing at all. Yeah, no, I completely agree. That's for sure. The last player that we're gonna talk about for the signings, probably the biggest drama one, is uh, Montrezl Harrell going from the Clippers to the Lakers. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I, I watched a video, I think today, of him. Uh, answering a few questions, and they're asking if he felt like the Clippers didn't want him. And he basically said, yeah, like, I mean, clearly not if I'm signing with the Lakers. So, I don't know what happened behind the scenes there, but it kind of seemed like a few people were unhappy with how Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were being treated as, like, royalty, especially Kawhi, like, being able to miss practices and sit out games whenever he felt like so mm-hmm. he probably wanted to be treated equally it's probably a better um locker room in the lakers as well it's lebron yeah. there so. yeah it, it this is big drama because you basically went from one contender to the other contender but i i can see why he'd be upset if like one of my teammates don't get me wrong like they're superstars and stuff but they don't get like they shouldn't be like having their own private plane and not playing when they don't want to play. So, like, I can, I can kind of see why he's upset. Uh, but I also heard reports of him and PG having, like, tension. So, that might be another uh, reason why. That's hilarious. Him and Paul George. So, like, remember last season when Paul George came into the locker room when they lost to Denver and he was, like, trying to rally everyone and say, oh, we'll come back next year? They're seeing some some players were just kind of ignoring him. <laughs> I think Montrezl Harrell was one of those people. Yeah, especially the way Paul George was playing. He's playing like absolute trash. Yeah, absolute trash. But yeah, I, I think uh, Montrezl Harrell. I think fantasy wise, though, I think I was still taking him in like the fifth round. Um, only reason being because he kind of fits into any team from my perspective. He's just like he's kind of like a Kenneth Reed player he's just all energy read it. <laughs> right he is he's like all energy he just he doesn't really do things that he's not supposed to do and he's efficient right he brings energy for the whole game and i think yeah i think the time's pretty safe for him in the lakers especially since they lost dwight um but what, what do you think i don't really trust him especially in the fifth round i i mean i trust him to a certain point i'd probably take him maybe like seventh round like around Serge Ibaka and those guys. Ooh, you're you're I, disrespecting him. I even put him on par with like um, Wood, to be honest. Like around the same spot. I don't know how Harold is going to be over there. I mean, he was never like a huge blocker. So yeah. I guess it depends on your build. I think that's but a very yeah. good point. 
a very good point that um, on the Lakers, I think Dwight and JaVale were there to protect the paint. And Montrezl Harrell is not really one to protect the paint. He's big. like He can defend bigs, but he's not protecting you from – he's not like blocking shots, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they still have AD there, so the, yeah. I, I can I can see the the minutes fluctuating depending on matchup. Yeah, and especially with the Mark Gasol signing, that scares that me even true. more. With, uh, That's true. Harold. Ooh, that, that may have convinced me a little bit. Take him end of the fifth round. <laughs> end of the fifth. <laughs> and just him and, had so much, him and Lou had so much chemistry. Like they, they they're running a two man game off the bench. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not so scared about the the. Him not getting past I think LeBron's still the best passer in the league. So yeah. it should be okay there. Oh, of course. But yeah, you're, you're definitely right with the Marcus Gasol signing and not protecting the paint. I can definitely see Harold losing some minutes. Mm-hmm. Un- unless AD gets like 20 pounds of muscle and he becomes the center, like the bona fide center. <laughs> <laughs> so I think AD's probably bigger than Harold, right? I, I think so. So can you really put him at center? You're probably putting him at power forward. And I, so, I think the thing is, AD doesn't even like playing center. Yeah, he, he does not. I think he just doesn't like getting physical. Definitely not. In the playoffs, I don't know if you saw, he's getting like, there's a few games where he had zero rebounds or like two rebounds in the finals. Yeah. Against, and ex- against Denver too. He was putting up no rebounds. Yeah, that's uh, not a good sign. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that goes through our list of free agents. For oh, this yeah. episode, yeah, I think next episode we're gonna come back with some big trades that happened, and then we're gonna go back to our what the rankings. We're gonna review the rankings. Did you get a chance to see it? How we did last year? Uh no, I didn't get back to it. I'm gonna go check it out now, and then we can <laughs> we'll discuss that next episode to see how close we got to. Yeah, yeah. I think in one of our upcoming episodes we'll talk about that, and then we're gonna do our own ranking. The real ranking. Our ranking is. I think our ranking is pretty solid compared to some of these experts. I've been seeing some crazy stuff, like Giannis at eight and stuff. So I, I, I don't know what's going on. Do you remember how deep we went uh, last season with two rounds? I believe was it two or three? I feel like two we or went... three rounds. Yeah, definitely two or three rounds. We might yes. have had a couple even deeper episodes, but maybe not. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah. Well, I, think... I think we Sorry, should go guys. deeper. The, yeah, d- we should go a bit deeper this season. Maybe like two hundred or something. Well, we'll over a couple episodes. Yeah, I think I think if people want, we can do 12, 12 spots an episode, right? I think that makes sense. One round an episode. Yeah. Keep it not too super long, not like you know, like an hour <laughs> episode. Just like a spurt about why you're doing that. And... Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think we'll be back, and we're gonna be putting up some bets when the basketball season starts. Oh yeah, Excited. we'll be back full on uh, betting. You can check out our Twitter, our Instagram. We post our picks as well. Yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll be back to posting. So hopefully we gain back traction for our listeners. And uh, (laughs) that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, take it easy.